What's up? How you guys doing? Karibuni sana tena. We are finally, we are at the final episode of the Kingdom series. The final episode, episode 8. This is the final message, but it is the beginning of what I consider to be like the... We've, we've done the theory now, we are going to get into the experiential aspect around what the kingdom means for our lives, man. Guys, this series has been so good. <laughs> it's been so good. I'm so grateful to the Lord for just the opportunity to be able to teach on this and that you guys have been riding with me till this point. And that you am blessed. I'm telling you, this, this series is going to change your life. It's going to change your life. So, if you remember in our last episode, we learned about the fact that the kingdom is God's way of doing things. Okay? God's way of doing things. And that's what God is calling us to, to his way of doing things, right? And for us to submit to his way of doing things and to reject our own way of doing things. Now, today I want us to look at the parable of the treasure and the pearl, okay? Which is still in Matthew 13. I honestly, guys, I thought we would have left Matthew 13, but... <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> you know how it goes. Um, but I want us to learn from this parable and see what it is that... Jesus Christ is teaching us about how he does things, about how his kingdom operates. And so in Matthew 13, 44 to 45, we're going to read that right now. And uh, this is what it says. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again. And then in his joy, went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. Woo! Now, my friends, as we shared last week, the kingdom is God's way of doing things. Now, here's the thing. In this parable of the treasure, one of the things that we recognize is that this treasure is a hidden treasure, right? And so when this guy... This guy finds this treasure in a field. He finds this treasure in a field. And he's so blown away by this experience. He's just like, oh my gosh. Homie, he didn't show us that he was looking for anything. The guy just found treasure in a field, right? Guy was just there chilling, <laughs> doing his thing. Finds treasure in a field. He's so blown away that he goes and he says joyfully and sells everything he owns so that he can acquire the field with that treasure. Right? So we don't know that this guy was looking. He wasn't looking for anything as far as we know. But he finds this treasure right? And I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this, right? Where it's like you find something that you're not really looking for, <laughs> you know, unexpectedly, where you, 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 you find some chums. <laughs> you just find some chums. Ah, man, that thing is such a good feeling. Whew. Anyway, it's such a good feeling to just like, you know, get some money you had not anticipated. This happened to me one time. Eh? Uh, there was a time very many years ago, uh, I'd come back from America, uh, I'd squandered all my wealth on like the prodigal son, on babes <laughs> and wild living. Um, so when I came back, I was now on my way, you know, just God had humbled me sana. So now I was just over here, you know, back, back. I'd repented coming back to my father's home. Anyway, so I used to work in Tao. Um, I, I, was, I was helping my dad out with some stuff. So when I was in Tao, 
was on my way back from 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 the office and my guys i was so broke man i was so broke i had no tombs so what i decided to do i was just like you know what lord i might just walk you know i see guys walking all the time so i'll just walk from here to kile why not so i started walking as i was walking i don't know how this came into my mind i just decided to check into some equity atms <laughs> i have no money right but i had a card for some that i knew had no money in fact i was 100% sure i had no money anyway so i go i put this card into the atm uh, i put in do, 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 do my thing next thing i hear the atm counting chums has chomokad i'm like what the heck is going on well safe to say it was just a very happy day for me I didn't have to walk. I was able to just take a jab and whatever. However, I went back and I started planning because I was just like, my guy, I, I have a magical ATM. God has fungued the floodgates of heaven upon me. Right now I can start planning. In fact, there's another guy, another artist that I was managing. I was like, bro, Saitu Nezafanya music video. Right? But tell me how much. <laughs> anyway, the thing didn't work ever again, sadly. But... My guy is that feeling of just being able to find a treasure. Me I thought me I thought I'd found treasure in this ATM. It was an open ATM from from heaven, but my theology was wrong. Anyway, this guy same thing man. Wasn't expecting a windfall. It just happened. And he goes and he sells everything that he had so that he could acquire this thing, right? So this person then there's the other guy for the pearl. Now the guy for the pearl, him he's in, he's actually searching it says that he was searching for something. He was searching for a, a, a pearl, right? A pearl of great value. And when he found one that was of incredible value, he went and sold everything so that he could buy that pearl. Now, this guy, the difference between him and the guy of the treasure in the field is that this guy was searching. He was looking. He was searching. And he found it, right? So the one guy is not looking, but he found. The other guy is looking, and he found, right? The thing that's the commonality between the two of them, however, is that both of them, once they saw this thing of tremendous value, they went and sold everything that they had so that they could acquire that thing. They gave up everything that they had so that they could go and acquire that thing of tremendous value. That's the clincher and that's the thing, that's the commonality in this story. The thing that we need to focus on is not whether the guy was looking or the guy who was looking. The more important aspect is the fact that these guys gave up everything to acquire something that they considered to be of tremendous value. Ha! And so the thing is this. The question is, what is Jesus revealing to us? What is he teaching us through this story, right? And the thing that Jesus is teaching us in this story. The thing that he's showing us. Remember we found that the kingdom is God's way of doing things. What Jesus is teaching us is that our ability to know and understand God's way is a tremendous treasure. It is a great, great treasure. To be able to tap into the mind of God, to know and understand his ways is a tremendous and great treasure. You see, here's the thing, right? When you understand that the audience that Jesus is speaking to, 
They have never experienced God in this way. They have never been this close to God. That Jesus was, was in, to his disciples was the closest that they had ever gotten to the mind of God, to the way that God works and the way that he does things and his understanding of things, right? But because the thing to realize is this, you know, prior, prior to, to, to the whole uh, Jesus coming onto the scene, the way in which people knew God's will was, one, you either through the priest or through the prophet who would come and give a word from the Lord, right? Or there were times where they would cast lots, right? The, 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 there was really no way that you could be able to just go and just know what it is that God wanted you to do in a specific situation. Outside of the Torah, in regards to ordinary day living, right? Do I go left or right? These things were not just out in the open. People could not just come and inquire. In the same way that the disciples would sit down and Jesus is teaching on the kingdom and they would come and be like, hey, what did you mean by that? That wasn't something that was available to them before Christ. It was not available to them. You know, there's a story in the book of uh, Joshua, when you're doing the Joshua series, where you realize like the Gibeonites who come and to deceive uh, the, the, the Joshua and, 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 the, and the elders, they come and deceive them. And it says that because they did not inquire of the Lord, they were deceived. So meaning that even Joshua, without having to inquire, there was no discernment, there was no ability to discern and be like, I wonder if these guys are legit or not. That ability was, did not exist, right? There's a whole period, right? Where literally between the time of Malachi and the time of Jesus Christ, where there was no prophet for almost 400 years, there was no word from the living God, right? These guys were operating on the Torah, that's it, and the teachings. But in terms of being able to really understand the mind of God and the will of God in any situation for their lives, that was, that was not possible. That was not something that they had. In, in 1 Samuel 30, you know, there's this um, great emergency that happens and David is in an emergency. And in this situation, it's so interesting because he now has to inquire of the Lord. And for him to inquire of the Lord, he goes and he gets the priest. He tells the priest, go get me the effort. Once he gets the effort, which is a garment which the priests have, so that he can be able to go and then inquire of the Lord. I mean, the whole process that goes into that, for him to be able to come and say, should I go after them or not? It's basically the whole casting of the lots. In fact, even in the New Testament, in the book of Acts, right? In Acts 1, uh, 24, 26, this is after Jesus has been resurrected. And now the disciples, now Jesus has bounced, he's left physically, right? When he told them, wait for the promise of the Father. So during that period where Jesus has resurrected, and so the disciples now, there are 11 of them, and now they have to pick a 12th disciple because Judas has, had uh, the one who betrayed Jesus had hanged himself, right? And so... In Acts 1, 24, 26, we see, this is before the Holy Spirit comes onto the scene. We see them, right, casting lots to determine who would be the next disciple. It says here, then they prayed, Lord, you know everyone's heart. Show us which of these two you have chosen to take over this apostolic ministry which Judas left to go where he belongs. Then they cast lots. And the lot fell to Matthias. So he was added to the 11 apostles. So outside of Jesus Christ, this is how these guys were discerning God's will, right? It was a whole other process, right? To be able to understand God's will, God's mind, God's intention in any situation in real time was not available to these guys. 
This was something that was not available to them. Unfortunately, something that we take for granted was something that for them did not exist at all. Jesus had literally physically left these guys, right? And they were back to that place where before they were able to go and just be like, yo, Jesus, help us understand this thing. Like, what, tell me, what did you mean when you said this? Now they were back to that place where they had to now go and do the thing for casting lots to be able to understand the mind of God. And then, but here's the thing. When Jesus came onto the scene, right, his whole thing was to teach them God's way of doing things. His message was about the kingdom, the way in which God does things, God's will, God's intention, God's mind. God's purpose. This is what he came to reveal to them and asking them, repent, turn around and begin to do things God's way because God's way brings life. You remember that, right? Now, here's the thing. What he's teaching them, this access, the ability for them to be able to have access to God's mind, to have access to God's will, to have access to God's intention and to have that all the time was an incredible game changer. This is the game changer. Being able to understand God's mind, will, and intention is a game changer for any, any, any person to be able to understand that because they, God's way leads to life. And to understand God's way is to understand the way of life. And so, for each person to know what God wanted would help them be led and guided through their life. That's what it meant for each person individually to be able to know that. It meant being led. It meant being guided towards the path of life. It meant fruitfulness. It meant literally just being like just there with Jesus all the time. Right? Being able to make life-giving decisions. This is what the benefit was of being able to tap into the mind of God. And so these this disciples, Jesus' disciples, you know, were so excited about being able to have Jesus explain the mysteries of the kingdom to them, right? But they had no idea that this was not the goal. That Jesus was literally just a physical representation of what they were each and every single one of them were going to experience throughout their lives, even after he left. In John 16 and verse 7, he says to them, Jesus says to them, but very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. Jesus is like, yo man, I know you guys are so hype and so happy that I'm here with you guys. That I'm able to explain things to you. That I'm able to help you understand God's ways and God's mind and God's will in any situation. But the thing is, your home is ain't even ready. Yeah, you should be glad that I am leaving. Imagine the way these guys are like, man, what do you mean? This is the best thing that has ever happened to us. The best thing that has ever happened to us is you coming here and just being with us the whole time so we can come and inquire of you. And as long as we follow you, we know that we're headed towards life. And he's just like, yo, man, your homies are not ready. You're not ready. Because they were going to experience something even more incredible. And Jesus reveals to them what this treasure is, what this gift is. And this gift is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is literally the manifestation of the kingdom. He is, he is God's way of doing things. He is the way. He is God. This is the treasure hidden in the field 
the pearl of great value. In Luke 11, Jesus is teaching on prayer. And he proceeds to talk to his disciples about the most incredible gift that you can have from the Father. And it says here in Luke 11, 11, Which of your fathers asks, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? The Holy Spirit is the great gift from the Father that when Jesus was ascending, he tells them, guys, wait in Jerusalem until you have received power from above, until you have received the treasure from heaven, until you have received the gift from heaven. Do not do anything. Do not move. Do not go and do anything so that you can become my witnesses. Wait until the Holy Spirit comes upon you and is in you. The Holy Spirit is the great gift from the Father. He is the manifestation of the kingdom. God's way of doing things is found in him. This is why Jesus says in Luke eleven twenty. but if I drive out demons by the Holy Spirit, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. The Holy Spirit is the manifestation of the kingdom. That when Jesus, after he had resurrected, told his disciples, wait, like I told you, wait, this is what they were waiting for. Because the Holy Spirit would reveal the way of life to them. He would show them the path. In fact, the whole purpose of the Holy Spirit was that he was there to help them. He was there to give them power. He was there to give them encouragement. He was there to comfort them. He was there to be their advocate. He was there to guide them. He was there to lead them. Whew. My friends, there are many things that we think we need. There are many things that we think we need. Right? And we go to God and we ask him for many things. But the thing that we need most, the person that we need most, what we need most is the Holy Spirit. He is the total gift, the gift from the Father, a complete gift. He is the greatest and most complete gift that we could possibly have. But the thing is that we randomly seldom recognize him as such. Right? Everywhere, we see in the book of Acts, everywhere that the disciples would go, they would always be concerned about those that have heard whether they have received the Holy Spirit. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is the game changer. They knew this. They knew this. This is the game changer. This is the thing that changes the whole aspect around being able to be witnesses of Jesus Christ. This is the game changer. In Acts 19 and verse 1 to 2, it says, um, this is now Paul, while, while, while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul took the road through the interior and arrived at Ephesus. There he found some disciples and asked them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they answered, no, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. This is what this guy says, no, we have not even heard that there is a Holy Spirit. To be honest, a lot of us live our lives like these men, like we do not have the Holy Spirit with us. Like he's just, he's just a, a, a storo, right? He's just like a guy. <laughs> he's just like a guy over here, right? But the thing is, is that the Holy Spirit is the one that caused men to do extraordinary things. He made ordinary people, these fishermen, extraordinary, right? He's the one that made them desire God's way and lit the fire within them. 
He literally lit the fire within them. Like it says that when he came, it was like fire that came upon them. And it was like, they were just like, it's like, you know? He was the one that gave them incredible understanding and courage. He's the one that caused them to speak in foreign languages. If you read the book of Acts in, in chapter 2, where they were speaking in different languages, that these guys looked like they were guys who were drunk because they were talking in different languages, declaring the glory and majesty of God, that they were speaking in different languages. He's the one. If you remember the story of Philip, where it says that the guy, he was one side, he was here, next thing he was the next place. Any the guy is here teleporting. Because all these things were happening because of the Holy Spirit. He's the one that caused them to experience character transformation so that they could have love, they could have joy, they could have peace, they could have patience, they could have kindness, they could have goodness, they could have gentleness, they could have faithfulness, and they could have self-control. It was the Holy Spirit. It was through Him that they were able to do this, that they were able to manifest this fruit, that they were able to manifest the fruit of the Holy Spirit. It comes from Him. He's the one that helped them to be joyful in tribulation. That when you see Peter there, they're singing in prison, singing, joyfully singing in prison. This is the Holy Spirit. He's the one who helped them to pray. It says that even in our weaknesses, that he prays for us. That he is the one who prays in accordance to the will of God through groanings and moanings that cannot be uttered. That he comes and he's an advocate for us. In whatever situation that we're in, the Holy Spirit is the one who is bidding for us. Who is the one who is bidding and praying for us. Whoo! Hey! The Holy Spirit is the one who led them into all truth. He's the one who was responsible for teaching them. For teaching them the truth. For giving them discernment. For helping them understand the path of life. Right? He is the helper. He is literally here to help us. That's the way that he's defined as the helper. He's meant to help us. That we oftentimes operate as though we have no help. That's the reason, you remember a few weeks ago when I was talking about how the unrepentant heart is the one that says, I got this. Ah, Lord, I'm sorry I made this mistake. I'm going to do better next time. That's the person who has rejected the way of the spirit because the spirit is our helper. The whole appropriate way to, to, to repent is that, Lord, I'm sorry that I made a that issue that I had. Forgive me. Forgive me for doing what it is that I did. But, Lord, help me. Help me. Help me to do right next time. The helper is the Holy Spirit. He is the one who helps us to do better. It's not, we don't got this. He got this. He got this. He is our helper. He's here to help us. So you're not left alone. And he, that's why Jesus tells his disciples, I will not leave you as orphans. I will not leave you alone. You don't have to cast lots to understand my will because I will give you my Holy Spirit. He is the comforter that even when we go through difficult, which, which we are promised, we are promised difficult persecution. Persecution is something that's promised, promised in the word of God. We already talked about this. But he's the comforter. That even in times when we are mourning, he's the one who comes to comfort us. He's the one who comes to carry us and help us to be able to understand that he is with us always. He's the advocate. Through him, we don't need to defend ourselves. He's our defender. He's the one that seals us. 
It says that he's the, the seal of that which we have believed, that when we believe in Jesus Christ, that when we put our faith in Christ Jesus, that the Holy Spirit comes as a seal that says that we then now belong to God. He is the seal that seals us, that says to us that our hearts are able to testify, that we can cry out, Abba, Father, that we can cry out to God as Father. This ability, this confidence, this assurance that we have, the assurance that we have, that we have eternal life because we have believed in Jesus Christ, that assurance doesn't just come from our will. It comes from the Holy Spirit who is working working in us, it says to will and to do according to his good pleasure. It is the Holy Spirit who is doing all these things. Man, I don't know about you, but like, man, we need help. I know I need help all the time. Man, like the battles with, you know, when you look at this whole journey of life, it's just like, why reject God's gift to us? He is the one who has come to help us in all things, in every way, to break the chains, to help us. He's the wisdom of God to give us wise counsel when we are lost and we don't understand what to do. He's the one who is able to give us insight and revelation into what we need to do in the next step. And so the thing is this, with such a great treasure, when you think about what the Holy Spirit is all about and who he is, and why he came, and the fact that he's here to help us, he's, the, he's here to guide us, he's here to lead us into all truth. But in a world where we are deceived by so many different things, and we are caught in spaces where we are just chasing after things that are meaningless, the Holy Spirit is there to lead us into all truth. This guys who found the treasure in a field, or the guy who found the pearl, literally when they saw this treasure, they went and gave up everything in order to go and acquire this treasure. They sold everything. They gave everything up to have this treasure. The thing is this. Is that as I come and I tell you about this great gift from the Father, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of power, the spirit of courage, the spirit of insight and revelation, that we are not alone, that every single moment we are able to know and inquire of him, to know the will of the Father in our lives, to be able to walk in the ways of the kingdom, that literally the Holy Spirit himself is the manifestation of what it was like when Adam was walking in the garden, literally in the presence of God at all times. God teaching him and showing him and instructing him and showing him how these things work and how he made the trees and how he's able to name the animals and giving him all these things that he's able to do to be able to help Adam to be a good and effective ruler on this earth. This is that Holy Spirit. This is the manifestation of that experience that the Lord through Jesus Christ is wanting us to experience. But the thing is this, right? The thing is this, is that though we recognize this great treasure, we are not like the guys, because clearly we haven't understood this treasure. Because we still want to do things our own way. 
I actually put it to you that there are so many of us who have believed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, who are spirit-filled but are not spirit-led. And, and I can attest to this very, where there are so many times where the Holy Spirit has, has, has ignited in me an instruction, where he's told me something to do. And I'm just there like, oh, that's a very good suggestion. <laughs> I appreciate your suggestion, Holy Spirit. I'm going to just do things my own way. And it ends in premium tears. Premium. Oh my gosh, this is a whole experience. I can't even, I don't have the courage to, 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 to even begin to share such a story. <laughs> hey, there's some vulnerability that is in a place. <laughs> because there was a time where he vividly gave me, I mean, when I say vividly, I, I, I don't think there could be anything more vivid than him giving me an instruction. Do not do this. Do not go down this path. And he was very clear about it. Let me tell you, I cried premium tears. And I remember thinking that yes, though I am filled by the Spirit, I had refused to be led by Him. And that is what's happening in this story of the treasure, is that we are not like these men who go and give up everything so that they can have that treasure. Instead, us guys here, we are guys of Nini, Nusumkate, right? <laughs> Some things you are like, yeah, yeah, really. Holy Spirit, I really like that. Uh, I like this part, this part of the things that you say. This other stuff, eh? Not really sure about that. But you know what? Let's reason together. Let's sit down and, you know, we can come up with an agreement. So we are spirit-filled but not spirit-led. And the thing is for me is this, is that my prayer is that at this very moment that we will begin to understand and, and my hope is this that just like one of the things that I think about a lot and have been reflecting a lot about over the last couple of weeks is just the fact that this, is, this year was a tremendous gift what a gift it was 2020 was a tremendous gift for us and the gift that 2020 delivered to me personally was it made me realize how little control I have. And the thing is, by understanding that, right? For me, me, I'm over here, I've been just here trying to control everything, my, my, my goals, my, my, my ideas, everything about the things that I want to be able to do, right? And thinking that I'm the guy who's in the driver's seat. But the thing is just what I have, my experience in the last couple of years is that literally being able here to chase my own ambitions and goals has literally been nothing but toiling. My guys mean me, me, me toil, brah. I don't care what anyone says that, you know, you, you do something. My guy, them tell you this thing has been a toil, man. The toil of Adam, the toil of pursuing my own way, you know, of pursuing the, my own way of doing things. That's been me. It's just been like, yo, I, I, I agree with you sub, to some extent, but uh, also, uh, nah, man. Like, it's that guy, I'm just like, yeah, I saw that treasure in the field, but watch out, I'm, I'm still pangaing how I can, nini, I can buy that field, <laughs> right? Instead of just being like, my this is exactly the one thing that I definitely want to pursue wholeheartedly. And here's the thing, is that how many of us are like me? where for a long time we have been spirit-filled, but not spirit-led, right? Where we're still holding on to our own way of doing things. 
instead of embracing God's way of doing things. God's way of doing things is what is considered to be led by the Holy Spirit. That it's not enough for us to just know what God's will is. That it's important for us to be able to know and to do God's will. The Holy Spirit is there to help us. He's there to help us to understand and to be led into all truth. But he's also there to help us, to give us the strength and the ability, not only to will, but also to do his will. This is the power of the treasure of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And the thing is this, that we ought to be like the guy with the treasure in the field, who gave up his own ways so that he could have this treasure, who gives up his own ideas, so that he can be able to take up those ideas. But the thing is that we still want to hold on to our ways, our paths, our own way of doing things. But the treasure that we've been looking for, the thing we've been searching for, there are some of us who, like the girl for, who was looking for the treasure, didn't even know what, the guy just found it. Maybe you're that person and today you're hearing about the Holy Spirit and you're like, my guy, I've, no one has ever told me about the Holy Spirit. I'm here to tell you about this tremendous treasure called the Holy Spirit. And he is here to help you to walk this journey of having literally the ability to have God's will and mind consistently with you. To guide you through this thing called life. And to walk you through this path to ensure that you are leading and always on the path of fruitfulness. He is here for you. However, or maybe you could be like the guy for the pearl. The guy for the pearl was searching. He was searching for meaning. He was searching for purpose. He was searching for something of great treasure. I'm here to tell you that the thing that you are looking for, the thing that you are looking for, whatever it is that you are searching for deep inside, where you feel as though you're like, man, there has to be more to this. What you are looking for is the Holy Spirit. And the way to be able to access the Holy Spirit is that through faith in Christ Jesus, we are promised the gift of the Holy Spirit, that he is there with us all the time. And it says, as Jesus says to us, that the way in which we receive the Holy Spirit is that he will give the Holy Spirit to all who ask. To all who ask. That's it. There's no ATE, whatever. It's just like, it pleases the Father to give the Holy Spirit to you. It pleases Him. Every single day, we know that every single day we battle with our flesh. And so every single day we have a resource. We have a helper. There's a friend of mine who was telling me about how he was in a situation of like deep temptation. And he was just like, man, he was headed to being able to go and, and, and basically, uh, he, was, he was leading himself to sin. <laughs> and he's, he was telling me this story and he's just like, man, he just remembered that he has a helper. And he remembers, he said, he prayed. <laughs> he prayed. He's like, Holy Spirit, please help me. Please help me. So he, he's headed. And as he gets to this place where he's going to meet this babe that he's about to whatever, he meets with some guys <laughs> who are like, hey, his homies, they're like, hey, what's up, Begay Kumbe, you're here. Hey, what's up? So they're like, ah, what are you up to doing? So now all of a sudden, he wasn't able to go and cheat. Because <laughs> the, 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 his babes, his babes homies <laughs> were right there, you know. 
they're just there to be like yo man and all of a sudden he i remember him just telling me he's just like man he felt like he was a lamb headed to the slaughter but he reached out to his helper and he helped him to be able to literally get out of that situation that he was literally driving himself to we have a helper in the holy spirit he's here to help us he's here to help us you're living life as though you are an orphan but you have a helper someone is here to help you he is the treasure from heaven and he comes to all who ask if you ask of him he will come he will help you he will help you if you ask of him he will come this is the gift to you for your faith in Christ Jesus this is why Jesus tells the disciples wait do not move until you have received the gift from the father you have the holy spirit speak to him inquire of him ask him for his help he is there for you. He is your gift. He is your treasure. Follow him. Follow him. He is the one who is speaking to you even right now. He is the one who is speaking to you. Listen to him. Follow him and allow yourself to be led by him. He is here to make our lives extraordinary, guys. So, in a time when there's so much uncertainty, you know, in the things that are up ahead. We have a helper. We have a great treasure from heaven, and his name is the Holy Spirit, and he's here to help you. This Kingdom series, though this is the last episode of this series, this is the last episode of the theory and the beginning of the experiential part of what it means to experience God's kingdom. That experience starts with the Holy Spirit. When He comes and you allow Him to work in your life, you begin the journey of an incredible and fruitful life in Christ Jesus. He is the one that allows you to gain the help that you need to live a fruitful and effective life here on earth. He is here to help you, to guide you, to walk with you at every single step, every single day, he is residing in you. If you have put your faith in Christ Jesus, he is there for you. Utilize this gift. Do not let this gift lie dormant in your life. Activate the Holy Spirit who is in you today. I pray in Jesus' holy name, for you who is listening, that you may be filled with his spirit. May the Holy Spirit of God fill you today. And that I pray that you will remember at every single turn that you have a helper. And that you would cry out to him anytime you need help. He is there to help you. Just say, Holy Spirit, help me. He will help you. Every single day, Pray that he would fill you, that that day that he would begin to work in you to manifest and to give you the strength to do his will. Not only the strength to do his will, but also the ability to do his will. That even in the face of any temptation that you may be facing, that I pray that you would remember to hear Thimba being like, this guy is a helper. That you remember that you have a helper and that he will help you. Today is the day for a fresh start. Today is the day for a fresh start that we are going to now for the first time in a very long time be those who are spirit-led not just spirit-filled 
If you have not received Jesus Christ into your life, I encourage you that the only way you're able to receive this gift is through Christ Jesus. By putting faith in Christ Jesus, this is his gift to you. His manifest presence through the power and presence and active wisdom and presence of his Holy Spirit in your life. You will never be the same again. This is the time for a fresh start. And you have God's will, God's kingdom with you through the Holy Spirit. I want to thank you guys so much for being a part of this entire series. And I want to end this series just to pray with you guys. I want to pray with you guys that God would fill you with his spirit right now, today, and for the days moving ahead, that we would have this amazing relationship with the Holy Spirit, that we may not be just people who are spirit-filled, but we may be those who are spirit-led. And by being spirit-led, what that means is that we would then allow God to work in us so that we can do things His way and no longer do things our way. Amen? <sighs> allow me to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you for the treasure from above. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. Father, in Jesus' holy name, I pray that you'd fill those who are listening with your spirit. I pray that you'd fill them with your spirit. We have submitted our lives before you. And now we recognize that we want what's different, that we no longer want to remain the same. And so we invite your Holy Spirit to come and ignite your fire within us, ignite your presence within us, ignite your will within us, ignite your kingdom within us. We have put our faith in your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, fill us with your Spirit. Guide us, lead us, Lead us into all truth. Lead us into all wisdom. Give us the strength to do your will. Help us to be able to be those who will and do. Those who desire your will and those who do your will. Holy Spirit of God, come and fill us today. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. God bless you guys. Hey guys, thank you so much for watching. Listen, if this message blessed you, please be sure to share it with someone whom you love. Share it with a friend, a colleague, anyone. And then also, listen, support us. Support this ministry so that we can be able to make more dope content and be able to spread this message of the kingdom to as many people as possible. And then, make sure that you subscribe. Sawa, subscribe. Subscribe, wherever the button, subscribe, subscribe. God bless you guys.